0: I help my clients achieve concrete transformational results and vibrant health, mind, body, soul, and womb without the feeling of overwhelm from DIY holistic medicine. Each episode, I'm going to talk about different strategies and ways of thinking I believe each woman needs to have in place and be functioning from to be able to empower her self-care and feminine healing journey to cultivate and manifest a life of love, joy, peace, and as a way of life, not just the passing dream. Good day, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, whenever you watch this episode. Odessa here, Doctorate of Natural Medicine, wellness coach and intuitive medicine coach. Um, And today I wanted to talk about how we process trauma or the process of internalizing aggressions that we don't even realize are aggressions. And more specifically for women and more specifically for birth workers, right? So One of the biggest things that I do hear and see coming up is the experience that women are having when they are observing other women experience trauma. Whether it's something that you are seeing online, whether it's something that you are viewing firsthand uh, in a relationship uh, with two people or in a hospital setting where a woman is giving birth or she's being attended to, or you're just listening to a story, right? Um, we are listening and we're hearing and we're observing things. And so what happens is, you know, you have to respond, right? And how is your response? Do You have to be tactful. You have to be respectful, right? You want to, you don't want to necessarily uh, shake the boat. You don't want to, you know, ruin anybody's reputation, right? Uh, Because these kinds of things, when we look at misogyny, when we look at how violence is perpetuated across different platforms, you know, and how our different movements um, are being uh, taken, how serious or not serious are being taken, there's a lot to consider, right? Um, And so what does happen is that There's a level of um, forcefulness or uh, defensiveness that might begin to develop itself because of needing to protect yourself, to guard yourself, to guard your heart. One thing I remember having a conversation about was uh, emotional armoring. And when we are experiencing um, trauma, when we are not processing issues, um, experiences, uh, circumstances in a healthy way, different areas of the body are going to respond to that trauma and we're going to hold onto them, right? And uh, And so this is what ensues. When we are... In the presence of violence, I know for myself, when I've heard tasteless jokes, when I've seen things happen to people, and more specifically for women, as a birth worker, I experience it. On a physical level, I, I experienced it. I have had experiences, you know, uh, with women. They are, the baby is crowning, the baby is ready to give birth and my body physiologically begins its cycle at the exact same time. Like I'm talking about responding to women, you know, or like another woman was in the throes of, you know, labor and all of these experiences and, and I just had the most poignant poetry coming to me (laughs) i just wanted to take pictures and write poetry but you know i needed to be on point because i'm supporting this woman right and so that's just my experience and i know that there are many others who do feel connected to their clients who do feel connected to other women who do have a very empathetic nature towards the humans, towards beings. Um, And so this is important, right? To to recognize that because you're holding in the hurt or the anger or the negative feelings. My body responds to women when they're menstrual. I'm 36 and I no longer have one. You see, this is so interesting, right? Like our body, like we are just created in such an interesting way, um, you know, where we're able to receive and perceive things. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um right and so um you you're not seeing what you're absorbing, right? Because you're just absorbing it and continuing on. But it's almost as though there's just like a pile of these memories and these experiences that are there in your body and you're responding to these experiences and you don't even know why. So Oftentimes, what I have myself have had, right, As especially as a birth worker, as a woman in general, but you know, I've tried to have conversations with people. Hey, did you see what happened? Like, I remember being in an environment where, um, I was working in a kitchen and the chef was sexually harassing the women and having a conversation, trying to have a conversation with the other people around because I was completely triggered and I was like, oh my god, like, what do we do? You know, how do we respond to this? You know, somebody might move to write it up. You know what I mean? This is a more extreme case, you know, but this is like what we are seeing others experience. You know what I mean? Or someone talking bad, you know, talking disrespectfully to another woman, you know, or uh, your primary caregiver is talking disrespectfully to you. You know what I mean? Or you're, or, or you're, you're just taking all of this in. Right. And so you might want to write it up. You might want to, you know, and send it into the college of doctors. You might want to talk to a friend. You might talk to a therapist. You know what I mean? You might, um, you know, try to forget what you've experienced. You know what I mean? You may, uh, you know, just try to tough it up. Right. As many of us will try to do, you might try to dance or drink it off or travel. Like we have many different ways. of of responding based off of what we think and believe our capabilities are, right? And these are some ways of dealing with them, right? The thing about it is that there's still anxiety that's there, right? Because maybe this is the work, the line of work that you're doing Right. Uh, You still have friends who are uh, experiencing their own reproductive health issues or their own, you know, for infertility issues. You know what I mean? Or you yourself still have to, as a birth worker, interface with You know what I mean? People on every day, as well as the institutions and doctors who may or may not agree with what it is that you're experiencing, you know, as doulas, as physiotherapists, as, you know, nurses, as whatever it is that you do, and as just people with wombs, as folks with wombs, right? So let's pay attention to what might still be there. You might be experiencing anxiety, Right? Because remember, you've tried to forget about it. You've tried to dance and drink and travel. You've tried to find a friend and talk to a therapist. You've tried to write up about it. You know what I mean? And this is, you know, internalized trauma we're talking about. We're talking about issues that you have observed and seen that have bothered you that you have not been able to process and you don't even realize it, but you may not be settled. And so you're experiencing because. You haven't quite nipped it in the bud or dealt with it at the root. You might be experiencing blocked throats, plump it, you know, as though you want to say something, but you can't. You know, you you feel as though there's some words that want to come, but you just can't find them or they never quite make it up and beyond. Um, you know, you might feel crabby and moody. So how do healthcare workers decompress, absorbing these traumas and being empathetic? Yes, yes, this is where I'm going to get to. Um, Um, right? You might be experiencing low to no sleep habits, right? You might be experiencing an increase in your symptoms, right? So if you have chronic health issues, you know, you might have like um, um, idiopathic symptoms, you know, that they're not necessarily able to trace back to anything, you know, but you know that you feel off your test, don't show that though, right?, um, and you may have lots of distractions, but no real solution to your issues, right? And so this is this is part of what I've seen. And it's not working. these these issues that you're dealing with are the results of your efforts, which are not working because the problem is still there, right? You can't necessarily say anything to anything more. You know what I mean? That communication. How many times do I get on calls with women who cry? There's a lot of tears. It's such an honor to hold space for uh, women to be able to share um, a glimpse into the frustrations that they are going through as patients, as healthcare workers, as uh, people who stand on the side, uh, as people who are figuring themselves out as wound carriers, egg carriers, females, feminine, however you identify. This episode is brought to you by my signature program, The Practitioner's Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Are you a doula, nurse, health practitioner or healer? Are you living with unresolved reproductive health problems and want to understand deeply what's happening to your body? If so, you're gonna love today's sponsor, my premium program, the Practitioner Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Healing your mind, body, soul, and womb using my three-phase womb cleanse program not only helps you heal your hormones, it helps to set the stage for a healthy pregnancy, birth, healthy baby, and much more, as well as a more in aligned, deep trust in your body. I created a quick womb health assessment to help you understand where the gaps are in your health and help offer direction on how you can move forward effectively on your journey. Visit my website, Cultivate Your Own, and my social media pages, Cultivate Your Own Wellness, to book a next step call with me and gain access to this womb health assessment. Once you've completed the assessment, we will hop on a call and discuss further so I can understand what your needs are and if you're a great fit for my six-month program. And let me tell you, it really works. Visit Cultivate Your Own Wellness and join the practitioner's self-care and feminine healing training today. Giving to others uh, and not being able to fully appreciate who you are and what you have to offer um, and so you don't feel appreciated and cared for um, and you're not getting anything in return. Please excuse me. I was explaining on my last uh, call before I got on this. I've been doing uh, my vocal exercises and uh, and as I'm moving forward in this work, it's been opening up my sinuses and so I have uh, what would sound like a cold or a stuffy nose, but it's actually the sinuses opening up from the vibration. So I wanted to say that you might see me uh, sniffling here and there. Right. Um, And so when we're in a position of giving, when we are in a position of being caregivers, when, and and we are, um, you know, constantly, uh, you know, bridging people left and right. Um, we tend to look at our own issues as uh, patch jobs. And because we do that, uh, we never quite get the care and the nourishment that we need. Um, and so the gap in the current process, it was interesting because you asked, how do healthcare workers decompress? Self-care is priority. Like, that's the answer. (laughs) Right. But it's a very nuanced answer. Self-care is a priority. And what do I mean by that? It's really it's really easy to on your days off plan your time based around other people's activities or activities that uh, involve or prioritize other people. You know, uh, when I have conversations with my nurses, it's like, you know, and family and partner and, you know, leisure and, you know, events and all of these different things. And yes, there are so many things that we want to do because it really depends on, you know, what your schedule is. And I'm talking specifically about nurses. It isn't just nurses, it's birth workers, right? Or people who are doing healthcare. I'm talking more specifically for women um, and women who are experiencing chronic health issues. But this work It goes right across the board. You need to take care of yourself. Like, you need to prioritize it. I know, like, sometimes I feel it's like I've got this torch in my hand, like, you know, come on, you guys, like, get on the self care, you know, (laughs) bandwagon. But it's true. It's true because we will give our time and our energy to other people. And we will also give our care. Uh, regime to other people and expect them to give back to us. And they'll give to us and we'll feel a little bit replenished, but we won't feel as though we're nourished the way that we should be because we're too busy giving all the extra time to others, you know, and learning how to apply self-care to yourself. This is where, this is what I truly, truly feel, especially as healthcare givers, as healthcare practitioners, you have to be the example, If you're not replenished, if you're not feeling full, what happens is the body begins to recalibrate itself. We know taking from Peter, robbing from Peter to pay Paul, right? You know, the blood will take from the bone and the bone will take from this and everybody's taking from the other to make sure that there's a level of homeostasis. Because why? Because you're burning yourself out to make sure that everyone else is cared for. Right. But you're not taking the time for yourself to make sure that you're okay. But you're telling everyone that they have to take care of themselves. This is a terrible habit that we get into. Right. So that's kind of how I'm looking at it from the perspective of how do healthcare practitioners uh, find the time or find a way? It's like you really just have to put it in your mind. Like there is no other way. Your time with other people gets cut down. It gets cut down. And the same thing for not just nurses who have like some of the craziest schedules, I don't even know how they do that, but like I said, birth workers and people in general, especially if you are experiencing microaggressions, especially if you are experiencing, you know, you're you're observing um, internalized misogyny, experiencing internalized misogyny. Like it's, it's crucial. I'm telling you for myself, when it began, it changed my life. Um, you know, I'll be posting further on down the line, some of the testimonials from, you know, clients who've gone through the process, gone through the program. And they're like, listen, as soon as I gained my time, As soon as I reclaimed my time and established my boundaries, it's a game changer. I will never go back. This is a mother of five, okay? Uh, (laughs) Mother of five with a husband and works as a nurse. And so, like, this is so important your self care is a priority you need to be the example cuz society isn't sympathetic of the pain and the chronic issues and the limps and the aches that you're experiencing when you're on the job they don't care can you see this next person can you do this next thing can you get to this next place can you do this for me mom can you dad can, like you know what i mean so I wanted to share this with you because when we allow ourselves to be taken up with the way society has put us, you know what I mean? Like when we, you know, absorb information, we absorb experiences and we continue, you know, along to thug it out, uh, uh, you know what I mean? As we always have, we're not giving ourselves a chance you're not giving yourself a chance. And so you're carrying over the issues. You're carrying them forward. You're carrying them over and the stress is affecting you. Right. So that's what I wanted to leave you all with, you know, really take a moment to like recalibrate yourself. Like, where am I in this? Where, what is my importance? You know what I mean? The importance of me, what are my values as a womb carrier? What are my values as, you know, someone who wants to be on the journey to health and wellness, who is on the journey to health and wellness, who is actively engaging? Those are three different, you know, levels here. And we can be doing them all at the same time. I know I do, right? But as somebody who is actively engaging, seeking, searching, asking questions, or even just, you know, sitting by the sidelines and observing, how am I, how am I processing what I'm seeing? Right? Like, how am I, like, what am I doing after this happens? What am I doing while it happens? How it's, like it's coming at me. Whoa, you know, how am I preparing myself? What am I how am I responding to it? And what am I doing after to debrief? And how am I viewing self-care? I'm prioritizing that. You know what I mean? Am I taking the time to see people? And am I learning how to truly care for myself? Am I taking that responsibility onto myself? Because it's a combination of the two, right? Like... We can do everything we want and we can manifest everything we want, but you have to be able to do the work. Okay. So that was what I wanted to share with you. If you are interested in learning more about the work that I do, I want to encourage you to sign up for a suitability call. I'm going to send you a womb health assessment. And in this womb health assessment, you're going to be able to answer questions that will give you information about where you are on the journey, right? Like, do you need more support here? I didn't know that I wasn't doing this or I'm reflecting a little bit more on this and you You are able to grade yourself. You give yourself a grade and we have a conversation about it before we get on the call because it's going to help you and I to see where the actual gaps are because we all have gaps between where you are where you're going and where you want to be, right? And so from there, I can have that conversation with you about what services I offer um, that would be a great fit for you. Right now, we are enrolling uh, people into the Self-Care and Feminine Healing Program. I am so excited uh, to be launching this next cohort. Um, And if this is something that you are interested in, you want to learn about how to self-care, about how to heal your womb, about clean eating, about detoxing, about, you know, uh, therapeutic touch, self-care, uh, dress over massages, all these wonderful different things, healing from emotional wounds, developing your intuition, all the wonderful, beautiful frameworks that I have spent a lot of time uh, learning uh, so that I can share with you, packaged for you all. I want to invite you, please, please, go ahead and sign up for that suitability call so you and I can have that conversation and uh, and see where I can be of support. And that is what I wanted to leave you with today. You all be well. I am always joyed, filled with joy when I uh, interact with you all, have conversation. And so I will be on again. Today is... Um, I'll be on again. Uh, today is... Tuesday, right? So Thursday, I'm going to come back again and uh, and share some more with you. Give thanks for that love. Thank you for being here. If you have any questions, feel free to let me know. Take care. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. Get up off your bed and walk. Your time is now, so don't be fooled. I see you questioning the simple signs. Step out of line, it's time to move. To do